disrespecting me? Why are they not treating me? Why are they not treating me the way that I would like for them to do so? Okay. The reality is, and, and I'm sorry to say this, I hope it's not a bad word here. People suck. They do. But we can control ourselves. We can control ourselves. We have to believe that today that we have more power inside of us to unlock that key, to be able to continue to push on his journey and not worry about the ability to change other people. There's going to be just so many different circumstances, so many rooms, so many environments that you're in, whether that's personally, professionally, whatever that is. But the one thing that we have to remember is that we control ourselves and that joy is a choice. But I think let's backtrack before we can get to this life where we're saying, hey, I, I choose this joyous life, Jane Nicole. I want to make these positive thoughts. I want to make these positive declarations in my life. And I want to do that. I have to look inward. It has to look inward and say, hey, what are some of the roadblocks? And when I think about it, a word that comes up for me is forgiveness. Sometimes we aren't able to obtain that joy or even believe it. Because we don't feel like we deserve it because of some of our choices that we've made. Because of some of the circumstances that we've allowed ourselves and found ourselves in that we stayed in for, if I can say this, a little bit too long. Do we feel that we deserve that joy? Do we feel like that? Have we forgiven ourselves? Have we forgiven ourselves? If we know better, we do better. And the reality is. That in some of these circumstances we face our, find ourselves facing, we did not know better. Maybe chapter one and two of our lives, we did not know. But whatever season we're in now, we can say, hey, I know better. And now I'm going to forgive myself for those shortcomings, forgive myself for the decisions that I made that put me in different situations that I'm not happy with. But okay, such is life. We live, we learn, and we grow. And now we're going to choose this because we deserve this. So wherever you are right now, listening to this and tuning in in our, in our meeting this evening, I want you to confess that if you believe it, only if you believe it, I, I say to yourself, I forgive you. I forgive you. You did not know better. You did not. But now that you do, what are you going to do about it? One thing I like to say is adjust your crown. Remember who you are and adjust your crown. Put your shoulders back. Pick your head up. And remember that this is where you want to go. This is where you are. This is where you want to go. And in between, there's going to be a whole lot. But if we continue to keep our minds on that pivot and being able to just say, hey, this was a bad moment, not a bad life. So a lot of it is repetitive and it can seem sometimes as obvious statements. But you'd be surprised how many of us find it very difficult to give ourselves permission to forgive ourselves. To give ourselves permission to get some of that joy. When's the last time that you chose you? When Really think about that. When is the last time that you actually chose yourself? In a moment where, where it would be best, but you didn't. You should have chosen yourself, but you didn't. So when we talk about the self-love and the self-care aspect of it, we were discussing this just previous to us as coming on to the conversation here is that some of that can feel very selfish to choose yourself. Maybe it's because you have children or you have a spouse or you have other things that you feel has put you on a back burner. But I got to tell you that you matter. You matter more than you believe that you do. 
And self-care has to start with self. We cannot pour from an empty cup. So if we're wanting to have joy, if we're wanting to show up in the lives of those around us that matter the most, then we have to pour into self. And that starts with finding that love, finding that forgiveness, knowing that we deserve it, going down deep and pulling up that self-worth and saying, man, man, I deserve this life. Man, I deserve that happy relationship. I deserve that promotion. I deserve that job. I deserve that new car. This is a good one right here. I deserve to sleep at night and to have peace. To have the peace. And then when we begin to be selfish, because I think selfish is taboo, it comes with a negative connotation, but we're here to debunk that this evening and to remind us that in order to continue to prosper on our healing journey, to get closer to that person that we see ourselves as, that we want to be, we're going to have to be selfish. There has to be boundaries. We have to. And how do we set boundaries? Oh my goodness, this word is so, so scary guys it's the shortest most scary word for us to use on our healing journey and this word drum roll please it is no n o when people are pushing and pulling on us and asking us to do this and to do this and to do that and to go here and putting so much before self we have to say no to them and yes to us Yes, you, you have to be able to say no. It's hard. We, we want to spend time with our family, our friends. We want to do all of these things. But if we're not making that time for us to get more familiar with who we are and closer to the things that we want in life, whew, it's going to continue to be a battle. It is going to continue to be a difficult journey if we're not able to use the word no if we're not able to start getting more control here, and if we're not being mindful of what is being said from here, I think personally, that's a heck of a trifecta that has the ability, it's proven, to help us find more peace and more joy on this journey because it is certainly, certainly important. Now I wanna make sure that I leave some room in here. If, you, if anyone has a question or if anything has come up right now before we kinda of move a little bit more forward, I'm certainly open. I want to give you a second to digest that, to chew on that, to think about it for a second. Let's just kind of pause it there for a moment. Okay, so I'll take that. I can't really act, see if I can see in the chat, but I don't think there's anything coming in. So do we have any questions or anything like that? I think you're doing such a great job. I think that that's why everybody's so quiet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, no worries at all. I just, I know it was a lot and I can continue on these, these conversations. And I always like to just make sure that we're, pausing there and being able to reflect because it because it can seem it can seem I never want to come off as this person that's just going to come before you and, and just give you this speech and, and just give you all of this nonsense jargon I'm speaking from lived experience I am not a person that wakes up every single day with my head held high 
I am not a person that wakes up super motivated, energetic, and this is going to be a rock star day every single day, 365, 24-7. It's not possible. I agree with that. There's (laughs) going to be some ups and downs. Absolutely. But what you're saying about the part, you know, the negative intrusive thoughts and the speaking negatively about your life and your circumstances only magnetizes more of that. And I think there are some uh, Bible scriptures that speak to that as well, where, you know, your words have power. They do on an energy level. And so do your thoughts. Everything is energy. And I say that a lot to people as well, that, you know, you've got, you, you have the power to change the dialogue. You do. Yes. Even if you have to just, and, and grateful is, is, plays a big role in that. When you start counting your blessings, people will find it much easier to think about and speak about the good stuff. Yes, very true. And thank you. And that kind of leads us into a part that I wanted to transition into for the, the second half of our conversation here is it's sure. I talked about being able to get into a space of feeling confident and comfortable to control our own thoughts and, and the words that we say, okay, but we do not live in a world by ourselves. And so as much as that would be beautiful sometimes to, to be able to operate on our own energy and, and just ourselves, but we live amongst other people. And I, I, I would be, it would be remiss if I didn't touch on the fact that it can be a struggle to decipher between other people's words and their beliefs of who we are and how we actually show up in the world and then what we actually believe and what we're hearing say. And so I want to offer you this tool and this resource. Sometimes we can stop and say when we're when we feel ourselves overwhelmed and being bogged down with all of the negative thoughts and the negative thinking, we can say, hey, what is this tape actually playing? What's the tape playing in my in my mind? And so then take a pen and, and write it down when we're talking about a certain scenario or circumstance and then look at the reality facts versus what is actually playing in your head. And then compare notes because a lot of times what other people are saying and then this, what we're hearing in our minds and what we're feeling like is different than, than the facts, if that can make sense. So being able to decipher and say, Hey, wait, what, what is the tape playing in my head? Because how we hear things and how we perceive things and then what they actually are, are sometimes often very different. So just take it at five or 10 seconds when you're in a scenario and say, hey, wait, wait a second. What is the tape actually playing? What is real here? Is what this person is saying about me actually true? How is this factual? Because it is very possible that we can have one belief of ourselves and, and an image and someone can work very hard because they're again, people suck to bring that down, to break us down. And we can counter that and say, that's not true. That's not true about me. It's not, it's not, I don't, I don't want to believe that. I won't accept that it's not happening. But if we're not doing that self check-in time and giving ourselves those opportunities to gain clarity on what we're actually filling our minds and our heads with, that can be a rocky road. It can be very dangerous. I like to say that every single person here right now that's listening to this, you guys are all experiencing me in a different way. 
you're hearing what I'm saying in a different way. You're processing it in a different way. It's going to apply some things and some things won't. And that's the same thing for you in your life. When you're showing up and you're, and you're speaking to people in conversations or in work or in relationship with your spouse or your children, everyone is perceiving you differently. And so it's super, super important for you to stay in tune with who you are and what you really are made of. What are your real principles? What are your real beliefs? How do you really see yourself in the mirror? It's super important to make sure that those positive affirmations are being filled up because if not, we can easily be swayed by other people's opinions and how they see us and then what they spew back at us based on that. So hopefully that wasn't too complicated of a scenario, but I'm just really wanting you to understand that point, that being in tune with self is so important. Your self-care love language. I'm going to say that again, your self-care love language. So a lot of us here have heard of the five languages of love and just trying to figure out how do we give and receive love? Is that words of affirmation? Is that get acts of service and and all of those things? But we also all have individual self-care love languages. And so I would encourage you to be curious about what that is. How do I receive love? How do I love myself? What makes me feel good? If you're anything like myself, hey, listen, a sweet treat after a long day could be the most beautiful self-care love language. For other people, it could be a massage. It could be a nap. It could be so many different things. So having that in your toolkit is also very crucial. So on those moments and those those days where things just aren't going the way that you want them to, you're not feeling like your best self, let's dig into our self-care love language bag and say, hey, what can I pull out this week or this day that's going to nurture my soul? What's going to make me feel good next to the word no, because I I think no is is an underutilized tool. But underneath of that, being able to say, what makes me feel good? Already being prepared helps when we're in those moments of devastation. I think personally, it's easier to get out of a dark room if we already have a flashlight. It is easier to get out of a dark room if we already have a flashlight rather than being caught into a dark, being in a dark room and finding ourselves there out of nowhere and then not knowing how are we going to get out of here. That's right. And not, not knowing how we're going to be able to get out of here is, is very important. I try to speak. Uh, Zaya. Sorry. Someone is, uh... I don't know who that is. Uh, Jalen, can you please mute that person wherever this person is? It's okay. Go ahead. Uh, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. So just again, just speaking about the self-care love language and having those tools and those resources in our kit and being able to feel confident to tap into them so that we're prepared because you can never really be prepared for obviously extreme levels of disappointment and different, different levels of hurt on our journey, but just having those few things lined up are really important. And I also think the way that we care for ourselves, and we do these things and how we treat ourselves and when we're adjusting our crown because we're royalty and we deserve it, it also sends a blaring message to those in our lives of how they should also treat us. How we treat ourselves is such an indicator of what we will and will not accept from other people. Believe it or not, people can pick up on that. They can pick up where people are and take advantage of it. 
But if we have our heads held up high, if we're speaking positive about ourselves, if we're keeping our minds on that pivot, because remember, joy is a choice and that's what we're choosing, then people will find it harder to break you down. May possibly find it harder to challenge you in certain areas to speak negatively to you because you are confident in who you are. You've forgiven yourself for those choices that landed you in circumstances that may not have been the best. You've given yourself permission to take care of yourself and to say no and to create those boundaries that will catapult you closer to where you want to be. So when we're operating, we're moving and we're walking through life in this demeanor with this different vibe about us, the energies that we're pouring out, it's harder for that negativity to try to take you down. And that's just it. Some people can really pick up on that. So it's also important for us to have that love language and to have that care and to be willing to keep our heads up in certain scenarios and say, hey, listen, this is how you treat me. I will not accept that. I don't I don't accept that of myself to treat me like that. Oh, no, buddy, I am not going to accept that from you. I'm not. I'm just not. And so, again, the same way that I'm speaking to you right now, you have the same power within yourself to speak over your circumstances, to fill your cup up and to say, hey, I am going to have a better life. I deserve it. But this is the key. This is one of the major keys, major keys before we begin. We can tap into some questions here. Is time alone does not heal all wounds. People who use their time to heal will heal. Time alone does not heal all wounds. People who use their time to heal will heal. Time's going to pass anyway, guys. Life's going to just go by. But the quality of that life that we're living, the healing that we've been able to find or will find is totally up to us. There is no one coming to save you. There's no one coming to just pick you up out of your circumstances. It's going to have to be you. Yes, we can lean on our support system. Yes, that is a very important aspect of the journey. I don't ever want to negate the people around us that help us. But if we do not decide that we deserve better, that we deserve that joy, we deserve that peace, well, then it just may not come. This is not going to fall in your lap. It takes work. Healing takes work. Time doesn't just heal the wounds. It won't just erase the pain. It's going to be there. It is going to be there, but we have to learn how to just translate that into the language that we want to see our lives being lived. Wow. I am, I'm feeling fired up. I'm really hoping that it's penetrating to someone in, in some aspect. If you can just take one piece here or there and apply it to your life. If you came into this meeting this evening and you had your head down, I'm hoping that you have your head up. If you weren't smiling and you had a frown on your face, I'm hoping that you're ear to ear right now. If you didn't believe that it was hopeful, then I want you to remember that it is. Childhood trauma, everything that you can imagine, alcoholism, grief, so many loss of loved ones, so many things that this person right here that you're looking at has experienced. But I'm here today speaking to you because I choose joy and I choose me and I will not lose and neither will you.
if that's what you want for your life. Does anyone have any questions, any feedback, anything you want to say to chime in and just keep this conversation going? Are you able to see the uh, chat box at all? Uh, I can see the chat. I can't write any messages, but I can see the chat. Okay, does anyone, I if, if there's somebody, okay, no, she will not be able to do it. I'll try to do it on your behalf. So if anyone has a question or something to say, I can see your message and I'll go ahead and read it to Jay Nicole. No questions, just a thank you. <laughs> okay, anybody else? Just that she's doing a great job. That's coming from Eliza. Anything else, guys? Yeah, this is pretty awesome. I think that this is something we all needed to hear. Prayer helps. Okay, Michelle, we got that. And it does. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. That's just one of the definitely the keys to, to my life and, and what anchors me. I think we all have different belief systems and, and different aspects of our higher powers or just how we perceive life and our existence. And I would truly encourage you to tap into those aspects as well. And, and just having that just the, the, the key is is that life is so unpredictable that if we do not have something, even if it's just a belief to have the hope to go forward, if we're not anchored in something, we will absolutely be blown away. Heck, some of us have already been blown away. We've been trampled. We've been railroaded. We've been blindsided. Life has come by to knock us completely down. But guess what? You logged into this Zoom meeting this evening, so you have chosen. You have decided that you do want better. That you do believe it just a little bit, even if it's just an inch. You do because you made a decision. And that's part of your self-care is tapping into resources and events like this with Christine and just doing all of these things for yourself. You've already done it. That's the thing is that it's so easy for us to overlook our small wins. The small wins like after being severely depressed, but then you're able to actually get dressed. You were able to brush your teeth and to make a meal. That's a big win. You hadn't smiled for weeks and then something funny came and you cracked that smile. That's a win. You weren't speaking to anyone on the phone, but you text someone back. That's a win. When we're getting to this journey and we're setting these goals for ourselves and our visions and where we're trying to go, it's super important for us to keep it bite-sized. So we see the overarching goal, but in order to get there, small ticks, Small ticks, small wins are really big wins. Absolutely. Amen to that. But we often overlook them because sometimes we just want to get to the grand finale. It's not, it's not big enough. But if you look back, and that's why it's important sometimes as well to journal, because if you can look back and see where you were maybe a month or two ago in a certain circumstance or just in life in general, and then you look and you say, hey, wow. I didn't even know I wasn't getting dressed back then. I didn't know I wasn't really eating then. But man, I am going in on this food today. 
So it's so many things like that that we overlook because I also think that we're in a comparison society. And with social media and so many aspects like that, it's very easy to compare even if we're not trying to do that consciously and we're losing sight of what we've actually been able to accomplish. So I want you to tell yourself that you're proud of yourself. I'm gonna say it here, I'm, I'm proud of you, Jay Nicole. And I hope that wherever you are, Eliza, Sonia, Reka, I just hope that we're all saying that I'm proud of you because you haven't given up. If you keep swimming, you, you, you won't drown. I know our legs get tired. We're treading that water. Man, it can be tiring as heck. But if you do not quit, there's still a possibility. If you do not quit, there is still a possibility of a better outcome. And none of you have quit yet. None of us have quit yet. Kudos to us because there are many people that are struggling right now. The world has not really been that great for us. It's been a trying couple of years and we've been able to continue to press through and we're doing that each and every day. And that deserves some sort of credit. It is not easy. We have so many things going on anxiety, depression, dealing with grief, sorrow, mental illnesses, so many different things. There's just so many cocktails out there, recipes for disaster, but still we are here and we're pressing through and we're finding, as I mentioned before, that our support system and people around us are really crucial as well. But oftentimes, and maybe you're guilty of this, I don't know. People aren't able to really be there and support because they don't necessarily know how. But we also have to learn to speak our minds to protect our heart. Speak our minds to protect our heart. Communicating where we are. Again, echoing the overarching theme of our thoughts, but with our words. I'm hurting. I'm not okay. Think about the last time someone asked you, how are you doing? Just, hey, how, hey, how are you? How you doing, Christine? Hey, how you doing, Jay Nicole? When your answer was actually truthful. I'd be curious. I'd love to hear if someone recently has found themselves where someone said, how are you? And you actually told them the truth and you did not say just a cliche, I'm good. No, I'm fine. I'm okay. Everything's good. No. Like, like, is there anyone that has told someone like, no, I'm not doing okay. I'm not doing well. It's a really difficult time. I need help. I could benefit from your support. This is what support looks like. Like, when have we had those conversations? Okay, so we got one person here. This is Sandhya. I was pulled aside at work for answering honestly and told no one actually wants to know. People suck. <laughs> they sure do. <laughs> that happens. Uh, that's not the first time I heard something like that go on. Actually, they do, and and I can and I can definitely empathize with that. And I and I would challenge you not to give up in that regard. So if someone else asks you, maybe outside of work or a family member, a friend, try it again. Try it again because there's there are people who do care. And, and again, I'm glad you brought that point because there are some people who, who, who do suck, but I'm proud of you 
for actually even taking that risk and telling them because I'm not I'm not that strong. I'm not, I will say to someone, oh, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm good. I'm good because I, I'm more of a helper person. And sometimes speaking in my needs can make me feel very uncomfortable. And I'm really working through that. And that's why I was just curious because I know it's so much more powerful sometimes when we do say that to the right people and people who do care. Unfortunately, like you said, some people do aren't that great. But just being surprised at how helpful some people can be. But I, I do say that as well, that most of us are guilty of, of not actually wanting to hear how people feel. So it's definitely a two-way street. We need more understanding listeners out there for sure. Well, it's not a bad idea for us to put ourselves uh, in an environment where there are more optimistic or good people. You know, I find that a lot of a lot of people are sometimes born into a certain set of circumstances where their minds are on a upbeat, positive, optimistic, but then they have this family environment or whatever that the energies are just pulling them down. And uh, I always advise people, you know, to put yourself in an environment that you know, actually is, is good and encouraging and kind of with like-minded sort of people, like even if it, they get into a course or find a, a group or whatever, where, you know, there's more good energy, good vibes going on. If where they find themselves currently is surrounded by a lot of negative or toxicity. Yes. Yes, that's very true. And I think that again is a part of the joy choice and realizing that being honest, if our current people, our surrounding circles or where we find ourselves spending the most time with are in alignment with our vision for ourselves and our life, or is it just out of comfort? Because comfort can be, can be very detrimental. So is it just, hey, these are the people I'm the most familiar with. This is what I'm most comfortable doing. And then on the outside of that comfort could be great healing for you. Absolutely. It it's not, you, you don't have to be you, like, there's one uh, quote that I read a while ago back. You're not a tree. Move. <laughs> <laughs> you can't move away. Yeah. <laughs> so we also, and I think this is biblical, right, Michelle? Speak positive because death and life is in the power of the tongue. Yeah. Yes. Also, yes. yeah, therapy helps, journaling helps. And let me see, Ariana, intending to this chat, I feel so lucky because I have caring neighbors and lovely park to walk in, fresh air and a peaceful life. My earlier life was traumatic from day one. So I've developed a perspective of gratitude and inner joy. It's something... I've con consciously chosen and it didn't come easy. It takes daily practice. Well, thank you for that, Ariana. That's uh, very encouraging to a lot of the other listeners here. Very, very encouraging. And I think what, one of the biggest takeaways that I, I take from your comment is that it takes daily practice. <laughs> That's so crucial because 
a lot of times we can try a few things once or twice and then give up on it. But when you can make it repetitive and a habit, so when you get so, so focused on that healing and just seeing yourself in a different light, in a different life, then it gets repetitive and we can make it more so like a habit or a way of life. And I love that. I love that you have peace in your life. Thank you for sharing that comment. It's so, so important. And getting out with nature has also shown itself to yield phenomenal benefits. Also. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes living in a city um, and living in a city is wonderful, too. But getting out into nature and kind of feeling, getting in touch with your spiritual and kind of human self has so many benefits. I agree with that. Yes, definitely. And so some of the bigger, the bigger, bigger things here as we kind of wind down this segment of, of this evening is again, just making sure that you're seeing yourself from the lens of where you are, but where you want to go, being able to set the tone for how other people treat you in your life, not underestimating the power of the word no. Oh my goodness, it works wonders and it feels pretty good. Maybe not in the moment, but uncomfortability is better than resentment. So it's it's better to say no to going somewhere or doing something or than to have resentment for being there or towards a certain person. Absolutely. So it's, it's, it's super important to make sure that we do that. Self-care can be selfish and sometimes selfishness is necessary. So, uh, Jay Nicole, can I go over something with you a little bit? Maybe you have the answer to this. Maybe sure. not. I'm is willing it to try. possible to say no and have confidence and self-love, but not necessarily be a bitch? Like, where is that fine line? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> not give off like a like a bitchy character uh, and be able to do all the things that you just mentioned simultaneously. Where is that middle way that we can be our nice, kind, generous, lovely selves without being bitchy? No, I, I, I definitely think that that is something that would be a challenge in certain circumstances for certain people. But I think if we can maybe, depending on how open someone might feel, to let people know this is the season that you're in your life. Hey, listen, I'm in a season right now where I'm really focused on a lot of self-care, just prioritizing my time, making more time for me. So I can't make it this time, but maybe next time, you know, keep me in mind. I, I definitely, you know, you can invite me for sure. If I can make it, I will, but I am carving out some time right now to really focus on me and just on a healing journey to, to finding a better self. Don't take it personal. This is just kind of where I am. That actually sounds good. So you're saying just be uh, honest with people about where you're at in your life, like kind of explain yourself when you're saying no. Absolutely. And I think if someone gave you any more pushback further than that point, I would just say that that's, that's actually not fair. If you were to say this to me, I would, I would grant you that grace. Right. I, I encourage you. I support you. And, and I hope that you find and you come across where you, where you want to be. And I think, again, it's all in the way in which you say it. So it's not just like, no, like in a, in a rude way, but it's like, I'm not going to be able to make it. 
this is my say for example if someone's asking you to do something on a day where you plan to rest that day uh, i'm actually thinking i'm going to rest i'll try to catch up with you next time just these things i think sometimes just being honest about where you are and my thing is if those people cannot respect that then they're just probably not aligned with where you are right now in this season and as painful as that could perhaps be it's good to know who is going to support you on this journey and who who doesn't really care they care more about themselves exactly and their needs and what they want instead of you okay so we have a couple of comments here I believe this is still Ariana. Inner joy can be found despite whatever our past was. It's all okay. We got this. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that. Love it. Love uh, your energy, Ariana. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. It also, she's saying here, I believe we have to learn how to love people without losing our truth. Loving ourselves doesn't mean having our walls up. Have an open heart. There we go. That, that sounds very good. I think, it, you know, we are all on the same page with that. That sounds good because we don't have to be looking mean and we don't have to be selfish. When we do, you know, really have that confidence in ourselves, we don't feel threatened. When that confidence is real and true, because we can say, you know, wherever this goes, I can handle it. <laughs> So that, that kind of, you, you can still be yourself when in, in those in scenarios with people, when you're trying to set your healthy boundaries, you don't have to be bitchy or worry about how the other person perceives it when that confidence is really there. You can still uh, take risk, let's say, calculated risk. Yes. Definitely. I think, again, once we're committed and we are on this mission to that inner love, the inner peace, and just finding that point, it's it's not offensive. It's just like, this is where I am, and I, and I need you to, to respect that. And, you know, if you can't, then you can't. I don't know what to say because, I mean, I think, again, the person that will get continue to give you pushback on that, then they're operating in a, in a selfishness that's more so from the negative taboo of the word where I don't think that it, it, it is in every season. I think it's, again, like I mentioned previously, it's super necessary to do that. But I think that's a, the hard part is that some of us don't feel that we deserve to be able to do that. We may not have been shown that as young people. We may not have shown ourselves that. So it is easier said than done in some circumstances to put yourself first. To put yourself first. And so maybe you don't start off just saying, hey, I'm going to put myself first in every scenario in my life. And I don't care who likes it or what they say. You might just choose yourself in, in, in certain situations where you normally wouldn't have. And then work your way, grow your way into feeling more comfortable with that. So I'm not saying that you just log out of this meeting this evening and you just go start choosing yourself and putting everybody else on the back burner. Sometimes it's not really a reality. A lot of us are juggling a lot of responsibilities and that sometimes because patterns and, and just life in general, we have not put ourselves first. But if we can just say, hey, you know what, for this week, this is a Sunday. So going into the week, I'm going to have one time for myself that I'm going to choose me where I normally wouldn't have. And that's a win. And then we just build upon that and build upon that. And it hopefully it becomes a transition into a better version of ourselves that becomes more of a consistent thing. 
Okay, so we have Alexa here, which I was, you just took the words right out of my mouth, Alexa. I was just about to say the same thing. <laughs> so funny. I think we had a psychic connection. As women, we have been taught to please others, but by it all starts with self-care. So yeah, so I, I agree with that 100%, because if you go back to women and our history, we are always the ones, you know, taking care of everybody but ourselves. Uh, we were kind of like framed that way. By this time in your life, you should, you have uh, like this uh, thing where you have to meet your milestones. You know what I mean? Or uh, you have to be a mother or you have to do this as a wife and you have to take care and you can't make decisions for yourself. But that actually depletes us and I believe started the whole women's movement thing <laughs> because if we're not taking care, better care of ourselves, then how can we manage all of these things? You know what I mean? Like we have to take a break every so often and like you said, get that massage. <laughs> yeah, definitely. If we're going to be now. lifting any more of these grocery bags. <laughs> Very so, true. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of the history, it, it wasn't so long ago that uh, we had been seen in a certain light or expected to do X, Y, and Z. And I think that that is so uh, buried deep into our consciousness and subconsciousness that as women, we put ourselves under a lot of pressure. Yes, definitely. But We're again, kind of on autopilot. In many for sure. Ways. For sure. We, can, we just can't pour from an empty cup. Mm -hmm. That's just it. And so we have to find ways to fill it up. And even if people have certain expectations for us as women or just the role that we play in their lives, well, hey, we cannot be the best for them if we're not full. So if you were feeling like you didn't have the confidence or you don't have the confidence to put yourself first, I always say, hey, choose someone in your life that matters so much to you, more to you almost than yourself, or if not, they do. And just say, hey, I am gonna take this break for that person, whoever that person is in your life. Because if I'm not my best self, if I'm not firing on all cylinders, if I'm not filling up with self-love, I cannot be the best for you. And that I, goes for the kids too. It yeah. goes for immediate family, parents, kids, spouse, whatever the case may be. I agree with that totally. And also I have found, because I've been doing this work for like over 30 years now, that people that have adapted to these ways, everything that you're discussing here, because there are lots of little pockets of stuff you're talking about, life got better. Yeah. And pretty much everything that they were hoping to have and achieve as a result of this, things got better because they started to manifest what they wanted their reality to be. Yes. I love that. I just think that should be a quote somewhere. Just life got better. That felt good. <laughs> it felt good to hear that. Well, it felt it's, good. 
you know, I, I've been there through the hard times. I've been there through the fabulous times. And I've seen the progress that's happened over time uh, in a person's life. Uh, so that that's what I mean. It got better. And hey, guess what? This happened. That happened. The other thing happened because they just let it go. You know, just let it go. Like, let it be. <laughs> Very true. I think that's perfect. And I, I just can only hope that the light that I was able to shine with you and share with you tonight, the love that I was able to extend to each and every one of you, that somewhere in your heart and on your journey, you'll be able to take some pieces of it with you and continue to build upon it and keep going until life gets better if it hasn't already. So I thank you all. If there aren't any other questions, that's what I wanted to touch on this, this evening. But again, I'm, I'm open to any questions, but as far as the delivery of, of my message, I want to communicate to you all that would conclude that. Thank you, honey. Any questions, anybody that you have that I can go ahead and read to Jay Nicole? Questions or comments? Eliza said, thank you. Ariana said, thank you. Very nice, Nicole. Okay. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Feel free to connect with me as well. I have a podcast. It's called the Grief Bully Podcast. Feel free to check it out. Yeah, Monday, episodes. Wonderful. I'm going to put a little link there I'm, so that people can listen. It's a podcast, right? Yes, they can just type in the Grief Bully honestly on Google. It'll take you to the audio or youtube videos and i'm most active on instagram for social media and that is i underscore a m underscore j nicole okay thank you so much j nicole i really appreciate it. i'm sure all my girls are happy here you, you shared a lot with us and we will look forward to having you up again in our next events all right. That sounds great. Listen, you all have a great evening. Thank you. If you can reach out to me, if there's anything else I can help you with, I truly am here for you. Thank you so much, sweetheart. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. So let me get on here. Okay. Hey, everybody. How's everybody doing? Good. Everybody's good. Who's, whose voice is that that I'm hearing? It's Alexa. <laughs> oh, hey, Alexa. Can everybody see me? Yes. Okay, awesome, because I can't see myself. Okay. Okay, so any questions? Hey, Alexa, I'm just going to do uh, some distance healing, answer any questions for anybody for about 30 minutes. Oh, there we go. Here I am. <laughs> Okay, so did everybody enjoy that? I did. I thought it was pretty darn good. Very insightful, very uplifting. I think it was uh, a catalyst for some self-examination. Everything that she said uh, reminded me a lot of the things that I say as well, and a lot of biblical stuff. The one thing that she did bring up that I haven't mentioned which I know is also true. It's about this. 
you know, what are we putting, what kind of words are we putting out into the universe? What are, what are we saying? And, uh, you know, our negative mindset, of course, we're going to feel terrible. Absolutely, we're going to feel terrible because we're uh, bullying ourselves all the time in our head. And we're holding ourselves up sometimes to an unrealistic standard. And when we do say, and sometimes it's very true, my, at the moment or whatever, my life is terrible. My life is this, my life is that, my life is all, nothing in it is any good. And of course that's gonna put us in a horrible mood and we keep manifesting that. We keep putting that energy out and that's exactly what we get in return. We're bringing it on. And uh, as Jay Nicole mentioned, we're having, it's like we're having a bad day or a bad year or a bad month, not necessarily a bad life. Okay. And I know that a lot of people in this meeting right now are very young and we all have a lot of life ahead of us. So I think it's uh, too soon to judge ourselves that harshly. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, give ourselves a little bit of a break, guys. I think we deserve it, right? Anytime we find ourselves feeling down in the dumps or we, we are experiencing these negative intrusive thoughts or we catch ourselves speaking a lot of negativity, we should try to monitor ourselves and try to change the dialogue if we're, we catch ourselves doing too much of that. And we should also, you know, count our blessings. Having an attitude of gratitude is also going to help that very much uh, as far as, you know, changing or shifting the dialogue. We've got to monitor ourselves a little bit better. And I'm not saying to lie to yourselves and kind of make believe that everything is okay. But truth be told, we do have a lot to be grateful for. I, I know that all of us are, you know, that isn't an untruth. We have a lot of stuff. We have roofs over our heads. We have food on the table. And there are a lot of people out there that are not doing as well as us if we choose to compare. Now, maybe we're not doing as well as some people, but we're also doing a lot better than some others. A lot of people would trade places with us in a heartbeat, okay? So I just wanted to point that out. And a lot of the negativity happens to us when we spend too much time in our heads. Spending a lot of time in the mind can eventually turn into us getting into this whole negative cycle. And we start second guessing ourselves and we start not only not trusting others, but having a hard time trusting ourselves and our own judgment as well. And the reason being is because we think we made a lot of mistakes. Well, maybe yes, maybe we did. 
but maybe we didn't. Again, like Jay Nicole mentioned, so let's say we made a couple of boo-boos here and there. Has it been so bad that it's unforgivable? Probably not. And let's also talk about people burning us. All the people that have burnt us. The, yes, as she said, people can be very cruel and mean. And a lot of those people are usually just projecting their stuff onto us. Okay. And a lot of times we see red flags, but we don't want to uh, really acknowledge that we did see those red flags. So that's, I, I have found that a lot of women do that because we want stuff to work. And sometimes we think we have, our standards are too high and maybe I need to lower my standards or my expectations, or, you know, they, this person said this, that, and the other, but I'm gonna make believe I didn't hear that because if I address it, that could be the end of this relationship. But if that is the case, and if just being honest, <laughs> <laughs> is going to rock the boat in your relationship, then that is not a relationship worth keeping. So after many, many years, I used a quote my grandmother used to say more recently, good riddance to bad rubbish. You deserve better. <laughs> You're all very deserving if, if you're just doing your best. Okay, so please keep that in mind and please keep in mind to be grateful for all of your blessings that you do have. So uh, let me see, where is she? Jalen, are you here, honey? Yes. Okay, let's start that meditation. The healing. Okay, everybody, what I'd like all of you to do is a little breathing exercise. We want to just breathe positive energy through the nose, exhale any negative energy out through the mouth. So let's start this breathing exercise, everyone. Anything that we want to get rid of, we're going to breathe it out. We want to breathe in positive energy through our noses and exhale any negative energy out of our mouths. And we're going to start this distance healing.
Okay, let's just close our eyes and get a visual of what it is that we hope for, for our lives, for ourselves. Allow yourself to feel peaceful. yourself at a place in your mind's eye where you actually feel comfortable, peaceful, and worry-free. Feel the energy that I'm sending out to you. out healing and loving energy. Just allow yourself to receive it. Sending you all love and light. Your heart chakra. That's the area I want to target right now. You see the color green on your heart chakra. Lifting. 
Continue to do the breathing exercise. Breathe in positive energy through your nose. Exhale negative energy from your mouth. Then the positive, the happiness, the joy, and the clarity. Exhale stress and worry. like us to repeat these affirmations. Let us begin and please repeat after me. I am grateful. I realize that what is right about my life outnumber what I perceive to be wrong about my life. I choose to focus on what makes me feel good. I am grateful. I am worry-free. I release worry over things I cannot control. I choose to focus on things that are pleasing to me. When I release worry, I allow room for solutions to enter my life. I am worry-free. Continue to repeat after me. I am worthy. I am enough and I am worthy of receiving everything I desire. I do not need to prove myself to those with seek diminishing. I am worthy. 
after me. I am happy. I take control of my happiness. When my happiness depends on others' actions, I am at the mercy of things I cannot control. Instead, I choose to cultivate consistent happiness by focusing on the things I love about myself. I am happy. Breathe in positive energy through your nose. Exhale negative energy from your mouth. after me, I am free. I release myself from the thoughts and feelings that have held me back. Any guilt, shame, or embarrassment self-doubt and fear that I harbor, I release. Today, I am free. Breathe in positive energy through your nose. Exhale negative energy from your mouth. doing so far a couple more minutes 
little bit better. Okay, good. How are you feeling, hon? I'm good. Good. Ariana? How are you doing, Like I said, from here, we're going to be doing a guided chakra meditation. here how are you sandia i'm good good glad to hear it uh marianne are you here i'm here can oh, you hear me yes let me see there you go there you are okay so you got the big screen <laughs> thank you Okay, so again. I'm I'm ready when you are. Okay, well, I'm ready to give you hand this over to you now. All right. Well, thank you, Christine, and I want to welcome everyone to our evening chakra balancing. I'm Marianne, and I am in Wilmington, Delaware, and right now it is beautiful. We had a very nice afternoon here. So I'm sitting outside in nature. Chakra means wheel. And along the spine, we have seven centers of energy and their wheels. They run clockwise and counterclockwise. They regulate us physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. And what we want to do with these chakras is balance them so that they're neither blocked nor too open. So we're going to talk about some of the symptoms, physical and mental and emotional, that we can experience when one or more is blocked or too open. So in just bringing our awareness to these chakras, we balance them. We don't have to do a thing except think about their location on the spine. So we want to start today with just an acceptance of where we are today. We wanna take a moment and focus on our breathing. So if you would like to, 
You may close your eyes or perhaps maybe So perhaps that's a candle, perhaps that's an object, perhaps that's just a spot on the floor, or perhaps it's something in your mind's eye. We want to start at our base root chakra. So this is the very bottom of the spine. It's the tailbone, encompasses the pelvic floor, the glutes. It's our root chakra. The color of this chakra is red. So I invite you to envision that that area of the body is bathed in the color red. And if balanced, this chakra keeps us calm, centered in reality and anchored in our thought, word, and deed. We're able to care for ourselves. We have a sense of belonging. We feel validated, bold, and confident. This is our base chakra. It's connecting us to the earth. It's the most primal of all the chakras. It's the one we were born into. If it's out of balance, we may fear for our own survival. We may feel panicked or anxious or paranoid. We may have trouble focusing. We may experience hypochondria. We may become overly harsh or critical, lashing out at others or perhaps becoming materialistic. Excessive attachments may also develop and persist, which could lead to rigidity in our body and in our behavior. So in our physical and our mental beings, we tend to be rigid. We tend to get stuck if this chakra is unbalanced, like a broken record in the same old patterns and routines, never really being mindful of why we're stuck in them. Physically, we may experience anger, short-temperedness, greediness, belligerent. We also may feel physical problems in this area, bladder problems, constipation, chronic fatigue, and anemia. So as we seek to balance this chakra, we seek to breathe into it. As we inhale, we flood the entire area with breath. And as we exhale, we let go. We let it all relax, or as much as possible in whichever position we happen to be in right now. It is our first chakra. It does correspond to our formative years. It is connected to our sense of smell. As we discussed, the color is red and the element is earth. As we move up to the second chakra, it's located just above the first, behind the navel. It's our sixth chakra. It's also known as the navel chakra. It's located in the lower abdominal area. It's associated with the color orange and is tied into the act of giving and receiving. In balance, we feel pleasure and passion. We are sensual, we are in our body. We know where our body is in time and space. That kinesthetic awareness. We're aware of our physical vitality, our fluidity, and our creative energy also emanates from this chakra. It's also tied to reproduction, and as you may have guessed, sex. 
sexual energy comes from this chakra. If it's out of balance, mentally we may feel bored, uninspired, and resistant to change. We may have a low libido, we may have urinary issues. It is also from this chakra where addiction can resonate, cold extremities physically can resonate. If our sacral chakra is overwhelmed, too opened, we may feel overwhelmed. We may experience emotions more deeply than normal and have severe new mood swings. We may seemingly thrive, at least for a time, on conflict and drama. Oftentimes, this excess of emotion can lead to poor boundaries and making us overly dependent upon others or even obsessive. We want to breathe into this area. We want to free it. And as we exhale, we want to let everything out that we don't need, wherever it's located. As we discuss, the color is orange. The element is water. And the sense is our taste, our tongue, our taste buds. We take a breath and we just envision the orange stacked on top of the red. Moving up to the third chakra, stacked just on top of the second, it's our solar plexus chakra. It's located at the bottom of the rib cage, between the ribs. So around the diaphragm area, the stomach. It's associated with the color yellow because this chakra has a very strong connection to our sense of personal power, our self-confidence, our intellect emanates from this chakra. As we breathe into it, we notice our, our ability to concentrate and control not only the body, but the mind. We start to slow down to, to process words. It is here that we find self-control physically and mentally. As we discussed, it's our personal power, our excitement, our self-worth our self-esteem. If it's balanced, we may suffer from insecurity, low self-esteem, anger, stubbornness, being overly critical of ourselves and others, perfectionism. Physically, we may suffer from eating disorders, from digestive issues. We may feel insecure in ourselves physically and mentally. As we breathe into this chakra, we seek to regulate it. We would like our internal fire to burn, but not so brightly that it burns out too quickly. Color yellow, the element is fire. And the sense is seeing our sight. Taking a pause here at these three lower chakras. 
These are the ones that are most tied to our physical being, our primal selves. our physical safety. As we breathe in and we breathe out, we let everything go physically. Our physical being is tied to our past. So in letting go of our physical, by seeking to regulate it, we discontinue to be a product of our past and seek to be a product of this moment, our now. So as we move up to the center of the chest, move into our heart chakra. This is the bridge between the lower and the upper, between the body and the mind, between the physical and the mental, the emotional. Everything that lies outside of our physical being, our mind. It is the path that we take to move from a more physical being into a more mindful one. It is in this chakra we let everything in. So it's associated with the color green. It's located at the center of the chest, and as you guessed it, it surrounds the heart in both the front and the back of the body. The focus of this chakra is understanding, joy, inner peace. This particular chakra is also related to the scarce feeling of unconditional love. This is the love that goes beyond the physical. And it is actually quite difficult to put into words. It's the dwelling of our soul, of love, of compassion, of empathy, of joy, and openness. We expand and grow through this heart chakra. This chakra is most impressionable in childhood. 
and early adolescence. It is the seat of our feelings. It is how we process and the place we process our emotions. We feel ecstasy in this chakra. And when it's out of balance, we may feel compression in the chest. With or without pain. We may have cardiac issues, high blood pressure, a hard heart. a lack of empathy, excessive grief, little compassion for ourselves and others. We may lack proper boundaries in our relationships with ourselves and others. We may tolerate too much from others or the acceptance of others without discernment. The color of this chakra is green in the front and pink in the back. The element is air. It corresponds to our sense of touch. So as we inhale, we expand and open our heart. And as we exhale, we feel the beats start to regulate. We feel calm, open, and centered. As we cross the bridge, we move up to our next chakra. It's our throat chakra, and it sits directly on top of the green of the heart chakra. This chakra to our throat, to our speech, to our word. It's related to the power of communication. The color is blue. It's related not only to the spoken word, but to our body language, to our written word. and how we communicate in relationships with ourselves and others. It is through this chakra that one can understand how to convey and understand and process knowledge. We can also process kindness, trust, and honesty, honesty through this chakra. If it's imbalanced, there's a connection between our heart and our head. It's a communication with our deepest self and emotional honesty. Even in times of distress, a directness in communication, but with authenticity, patience, the ability to communicate in ways as to be understood by others. We want to take a moment and 
really honestly look at how we communicate in our relationships, thinking about that. If we are out of balance, we may have an inability to communicate. We may lack self-expression and we may become overly fearful. We may speak before we think. We may have trouble speaking our truth. We may also begin to talk excessively or not at all. As we discuss, the color is blue. The element is ether and the sense is hearing. So in order to communicate, we need to listen. As we breathe into this chakra, we also notice the pulse in the neck. We allow our jaw to become unclenched. Feel a release in the neck, down into the shoulders. As we move up, to the next chakra. It's the third eye chakra. It's located in the center of the forehead between the eyebrows. It's known as the brow chakra, the globellum. The color of this chakra is indigo. It's associated with our intuition, our imagination, and our ability to make decisions. So cause and effect. It is said that this chakra is the root of all knowledge. This is where our perception goes beyond the physical and we can focus on the realization of our own soul. The actualization of our purpose in life. So it's from here that the knowledge comes that helps us along our path. That helps us find our reason for being, our passion in this world. What makes us tick. In balance, the all-knowing third eye has insight and clarity and is invested in but detached from outcomes. We have vision and intuition. We listen to our little voice, our sixth sense, our guiding light, our inner wisdom. We also have the ability to perceive the subtle, the nuances of life, reading between the lines as it were. We have access to psychic abilities in this chakra mystical states and illumination connected to insight. And it's from here that motivation comes. If it's out of balance, 
we may develop feelings of in, insignificance, insomnia, or overthinking. We may feel stuck in our daily grind and unable to look beyond our own problems or to set a guiding vision for ourselves. We may lack clarity. We may lack regular sleep and wakeful patterns. The color is indigo. The element is again ether. And it corresponds to our sixth sense, our ESP, our sense of knowing. When we know who's on the phone before it rings. When we think about someone and they call us or think about something and it shows up in front of us. As we breathe into this area, we release the wrinkles around the forehead. We allow all of the facial muscles to relax, softening around the eyes. And as we move into our crown chakra, the color of this chakra is white or gold or silver. This chakra is located at the crown of the head. It's the soft spot we were born with. This chakra can be expressed as virtually any color because it's the, it's the combination of all all colors, all chakras. This is connected to our sense of spirituality and knowingness, universal consciousness and wisdom, higher truths, universal law, our spirit and will. This chakra is rooted in all things that seek to know the higher self. It emanates from both inside and outside the body. So it is always with us. It streams in and out. If this chakra is out of balance, we may experience cynicism, headaches, the feeling of being adrift, without direction, lost. We may actually experience dizziness and confusion, mental fogginess. We may have sensitivities to light. And we may also experience depression. If it's in balance, we can feel peace and love. We're in tune with the infinite, however we define that. We have a knowing and an understanding and a faith in ourselves, in others, in a higher power. In our own true purpose. We have universal consciousness and we are grounded in that. We also are in control of our emotions and we're connected not only to our intuition, but to our divine intuition. As we seek to balance this chakra, we allow the light to permeate each other chakra on the way down and on the way up the spine to balance these 
chakras with an infusion of light so that they all burn equally brightly. As we sit in balance, we let everything in. We allow ourselves to bask in the light. You seek the wisdom of the spirit world. Our sense is thought. We seek to become one with our breath, one with this moment. taking a moment to bask in a rainbow of light. Giving ourselves permission to just be. Accept where we are today. We come back to this meditation at any time by simply bringing our awareness to the points along the spine. As we balance our chakras, we balance our day, our week, our life. I thank you all for tuning in. Namaste. Thank you very much, Marianne.
That was a very wonderful meditation. Thank you all. Thank you so much for being here. Namaste. Namaste. I thank you all for the privilege of sharing that with me. Have a wonderful evening. You too, sweetheart. I will call you, uh, I guess, after everything is done. Thank you again. And you'll be here for our next Zoom meetings. Okay, uh, everybody. How's everybody doing? Let me put this chat on. Hey, Alexa, you are coming up. Let me just see here. Why can't I see the chat? Uh-uh. Oh, here it is. So we got two over here. Beautiful meditation. Okay. Thank you. I thought it was great too. Okay. So I want to welcome, please give uh, Alexa a warm welcome. She is our laughter yoga. So I am so excited to have her up on board. Come on in, uh, Alexa. Thank you. Let's see. Can you hear everyone hear me? Okay. I can hear. Can you hear me? Yeah. I can hear you. Oh, okay, good. All right. Uh, for those of you who do not have something to drink nearby, please take a moment to grab a bottle of water, um, something to drink, because laughter will make you thirsty. And we don't know, we don't want anyone being dehydrated. And um, as soon as you come back, please activate your camera if you can, because it would be nice to see your beautiful faces. And for those of you who are a little on the shy side and who, who cannot activate your cameras, that's fine. But try to make an effort to laugh along with us because it will make a big difference in the way that you feel. So we're going to get started now. And the first thing I'd like to just share with you is that this is a laughter exercise program that focuses on laughter exercises, deep yogic breathing, so the yoga and laughter yoga refers to the breath work that we'll be doing. And then we'll finish up with a little bit of mindfulness meditation. And we won't be doing any yoga poses. So you don't have to worry about um, any kind of difficult things that we'll be doing because everything is very simple. And so to get started, I would like to invite you to stand if you can. But if you prefer to remain seated, all of these exercises can be performed seated. So go at your own pace, do what feels comfortable for you. Rule number one is no new pain. So when we do laughter yoga, we don't say no pain, no gain. We say definitely no pain. <laughs> we want you to have fun. We want you to feel good and feel lighter after this. And um, relieved that you tried something new and unusual like laughter yoga. So the first thing I'd like you to do is just place your hands on your heart, close your eyes and take some deep breaths in through your nose and give me a gentle sigh out through your mouth. With your next deep breath in, open your eyes. And give yourself a number between one and 10, one feeling really crappy and 10 feeling super duper. And 
see where you feel right now. You probably feel pretty good because we've heard some wonderful presentations and you did just had that amazing meditation. You've had several meditations and breath work so far, so you must be feeling pretty good. But just give yourself a number anyway, and we'll see if I can get that number to increase by the end of this session. So now we're going to do a gentle body warm up. So let's just move our head from side to side and smile because just smiling creates those happy chemicals in our brain. And we're going to say no, 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 with a smile on our face. And to add to that, let's just breathe in and laugh it out, no. <laughs> Gentle laugh, no, 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 no way. <laughs> no, 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 because we say yes so many times, it's good to say no, right? <laughs> no way, mm -mm, not today, no, no, no. <laughs> and how about up and down, gentle movements with your neck, Yes, yes. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. I'll have another slice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Up and down, gentle movements. And now we're going to bring in our shoulders, do some gentle shoulder circles to the back, breathing in and out, in and out. <sighs> And now let's reverse it. Hearing anything crack? <laughs> Any tightness anywhere? Be mindful of where you have that tightness in your body and breathe into those spots as we do our warm up. Now we're going to wake up our hands and fingers. Maybe we've been typing a little bit or we've just been inacting. Maybe we've been writing, taking those notes. <laughs> Shake it all out, all the way down to your wrists and to your elbows. And let's do some snake arms, gentle movements from side to side. And bring in your hips, some gentle movements with your hips from side to side. Even if you're seated, you can just move on your chair. <laughs> and let's do some hula hoops to the right. <laughs> and hula hoops to the left. Very good. And how about some figure eights, hands above your head, figure eights. Nice, and let's shake out our chests, shake it out, and shake out your butt, anti-Zoom butt, we've been sitting too long, shake it out, shake it out, shake it out, shake out your chest, <laughs> shake out your butt, <laughs> and now just feel those happy vibrations as you shake your knees, shaking it out all the way down your thighs, down to your knees, down to your shins, and calves all the way down to your ankles all the way down to your heels feel those vibrations all the way down to your toes very good and bounce in place as if you're on your little private trampoline <laughs> and now we're going to walk in place walk in place you're outside on this gorgeous day happy to be alive walking along <laughs> 
And now we're gonna pick up the pace a little bit. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. And we're coming down the finish line and quicker, 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 faster, 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 and through the finish line, yay! <laughs> we made it very good, very good, yay! Very good, very good, yay! Can you do that with me? That's a little cheer. Clap, clap, stretch, clap, clap, stretch. And we'll be doing that in between the exercises. So when you see me doing that, we know we're ready to move on to the next exercise. All right, I think I have your heart rates up a little bit now, mine is, and you're warmed up and that's good. So grab a sip of water. Okay. This little cheer we do for ourselves is to cheer ourselves on because who's the biggest cheerleader in your life? Yes, that should be you. <laughs> yes, it all starts with yourself, right? So point at yourself and go, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Very good, all right. In laughter yoga, we laugh to support one another. We never laugh at each other, but we laugh to support one another. And this exercise routine was started 27 years ago by a doctor in India. His name is Dr. Madan Kataria. He was a busy general practitioner in Mumbai and he was becoming very serious in his work and stressed with all the noise and all the patients and everything. And he was doing research about the benefits of laughter and writing a little article in a medical journal. And the more he read about the benefits of laughter, the more he realized that he was not laughing like he used to laugh when he was a kid. And he started missing that laughter because he said that when he grew up, he was living in a village and they were very poor and they didn't have very much, but they were very rich in laughter. He remembers how he used to connect with his siblings and his parents, and they laughed so heartily and he really, really missed that. So he talked to his wife, who was a yoga practitioner, and he said to her, Madhuri, you know, what do you think about starting up a laughter club? And she said, Madan, that's a great idea. Let's do that. And so they talked to three of their best friends into joining them. So it started with five people in a local Mumbai park where they would meet every morning where they normally went anyhow to work out. They used to walk through there and stretch a little bit and do some breathing exercises. But now they started telling jokes to one another and they started laughing and connecting in a deeper way and people around them started paying attention. So within two weeks, they had 40 people joining them, 40 people all laughing together. So imagine the sounds of a group of people laughing and more people coming along wanting to know what's going on over there. I want to laugh too. <laughs> so what do you think happened? Well, after quite a short time, they ran out of jokes. And you know that you can only hear the same punchline of a joke so many times, right? So many times. So, so, and sometimes my sense of humor may not be the same as Christine. She may think that one joke is really funny and I just whoosh goes over my head. I don't even get it. <laughs> so Dr. Kataria said, you know, the, some of the rate, uh, the jokes are a little nasty too. So let's 
let's stop that. Let's stay positive. Let me see how I could create some exercises that are based on everyday situations and not on jokes or comedy. Because I know that some of you may reach, watch, watch your favorite shows, right? If you wanna laugh or what, your favorite comedians, but what if you don't have access to that? And what if you feel like you need to laugh more? And what if we gave ourselves more permission to laugh, to be a little bit more playful and joyful? And so that's what they did. They created exercises, the 40 foundation exercises that are based on everyday situations. And we learn to laugh when things are great, we're celebrating with our laughter, but especially when things are falling apart around us, we learn to stop, to take a deep breath in and just let it go with laughter. And it may initially do so, but the more that you practice this, it becomes part of you. And the more that you practice it, the better you feel. So laughter yoga has now spread from that first laughter club to all over India. There are thousands of laughter clubs and around the world to more than 115 countries. And there are about 20,000 laughter clubs out there now that meet some every day, some every week. And for people of all ages, and we've brought laughter yoga into the classroom, into hospitals with corporations and as community centers, um, senior centers, and with groups in recovery. And it has been such a boon now during this pandemic. The silver lining is that we've been able to reach more people through laughter yoga now because we're doing this online. So this will help regulate stress hormones, cortisol levels. It will increase the dopamine levels. So you can get into this laughter high naturally without any negative side effects. You can increase your serotonin levels and oxytocin levels so that you feel loved and included and connecting better and communicating better with others. And your endorphins will increase as well, which will help with the healing process. So that's why laughter yoga has been so effective for so many. So the first thing we're going to do today is do some greeting laughter. And so I just would like you to wave at each other on the screen and just connect and acknowledge each other's beautiful face and laugh and say, hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> hello. So happy to see hello. you. Happy to see you too. <laughs> very good. Very good. Yay. Very good. Very good. Yay. Yay. All right. Another greeting exercise I love to do is called Tada laughter. So you could come into the room and just go, hi, or you can make an entrance. So we're going to pop out of our screen and then we'll pop into the screen and go, Tada. <laughs> Followed by a okay, so deep breath in. Ta-da! All right, guys, I did my turn. Come on. Ta-da! Eliza, you go. Did you go? Ta-da! Ta-da! Good job. Ta-da! One more. Ta-da! <laughs> Ta-da! Very good. 
Very good. Very good. Yay. Yay. Very good. Yay. Excellent. Very good. Very good. Yay. Wonderful. That brings in a whole new energy. And also, when you're saying hello to your friends, your family, you know, it gets them laughing too and smiling and connecting with you in a different way. Even a stranger, ta-da! <laughs> Can you imagine if I did that on the street? <laughs> no. That would be funny. No. We're going to take a trip to Hawaii, okay? And once we've landed, we're so happy to be there. And our friends are there to greet us with lays. So we're going to pick up a lay and we're going to put it over someone else's head here with a laugh. And it goes like this. Alo. <laughs> Alo. <laughs> Great. We're going to pick up three and give them to our friends. And the fourth one we'll put over our own head. Okay. So. Okay. Alo. Aloha. <laughs> Aloha. <laughs> Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> and one for me. Aloha. <laughs> and now we do a luha, a little dance. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Sing along. Ha 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 ha. Wonderful. Now we're still at the beach and you're looking out over the clear blue sea in front of you. And as the waves come towards you, you're going to take a deep breath in. And as they retreat, slow exhale. Let's do one more quicker inhale and really slow that exhale down. Wonderful. All right, in laughter yoga, I told you we don't laugh at each other, but there's one exercise where we get to shake our fingers around the room at other people and go, oh, ho, 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 argument laughter. Who took oh, that? Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I see you. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and double argument laughter. Ah, <laughs> busy body laughter. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay, now you're going to realize, though, you've been pointing the finger at everyone else, but it wasn't their fault. It was actually your own fault. So point the finger back at yourself. Uh-oh, embarrassment uh -oh. laugh. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was me. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> My bad. Uh oh, <laughs> oopsies. <laughs> and so now you realize you made the mistake. 
but you accused everyone else. So now it's time to apologize. We're going to do it the Indian way, which I think is so wonderful. You cross your arms, your right arm over your left and you hold your earlobes, pinch your earlobes and you bow to each other out of a sign of respect and say, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> but forgive me. <laughs> forgive me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Yay. Very good, very good, yay! Now, if that person really heard you, and if you were very sincere from the bottom of your heart, and sometimes it takes a while to work through this process of forgiving self and others, and being able to acknowledge our mistakes and say we're sorry, if that person heard you, and let's say they're going to have some fun with you because you don't apologize that often. So they're going to say, what? Can you repeat that, please? What? What? <laughs> what was that? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> and then they just let it go. They're going to take a deep breath in. Open up your heart big and wide with an inhale and exhale as if you were hugging that person in front of you. Give them a great big hug. <laughs> Another deep breath in. And let's come together here and imagine we're all in the same room. We're all giving each other a group hug. <laughs> big hug and leaning to the right. Whoa. Leaning to the left, whoa, jumping up and down, yay, <laughs> and close that hug. <laughs> Another deep breath in, and give yourself a nice big hug, because it all starts with you. <laughs> give yourself a nice pat on the back, oh. <laughs> for all the great things that you do all day long. <laughs> Everyone, Absolutely. you know what you do. I know what I do. Yeah. Maybe no one do. else notices, no. <laughs> <laughs> no one else notices, but you know, right? I know, absolutely. <laughs> but give yourself some love. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> you can pat yourself on the head good job good job but you have to be careful because sometimes your ego will get too big <laughs> you're gonna push it back down with laughter <laughs> and here it comes again <laughs> push that ego down <laughs> And one more time, whoa, and push it down. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Yay. Very good. Very good. Yay. <laughs> so in laughter yoga, we try to extend the laughter for up to 30 seconds. And what that does, it allows us to draw more oxygen into our body. So it helps to expand our arteries and draw oxygen to our heart. So it's very good for heart wellness. 
and also for your circulation and to keep your, your blood pressure regulated, but it also helps to boost your oxygen levels to the brain and helps you connect better with others, stay more focused, increases your energy levels. There's so many good reasons to laugh. So, and when you're laughing at a joke, how long do you think you laugh? Have you ever timed yourself? No, never. <laughs> Next time. That's funny. <laughs> uh, usually, if it's a really good joke, it's maybe like three or four, four seconds. And when I, when I used to, before laughter yoga, someone would tell me a joke and I'd laugh like this. <laughs> it was like a pathetic little laugh, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Others would walk into the room and have this like, <laughs> this exuberant laugh. And I was always thinking, wow, I'd love to laugh like that. And the problem was I was not connecting with my diaphragm. So I was not really giving myself permission to laugh. I was so worried about what others were thinking about me and, and I didn't want to stand out too much, but now I'm 50 plus <laughs> and I don't know. <laughs> I've lived my life a little bit and I realized that it just feels so good to laugh and my diaphragm is my best friend so if you're just going ha 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 it's not going to do anything but take a deep breath in feel put your hands over your diaphragm go <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I worry about it squeeze out all that air from your lungs sounds <laughs> horrible take a deep breath in and <laughs> and it's not about I'm really laughing. Sam is making fun of me. Right. <laughs> it's not about volume. It's about finding your power, your superpower, your laughter power through your diaphragm. So it all starts with the breath. If you're an opera singer, they access it through the diaphragm. So take a deep breath in and go fog up that mirror. <laughs> take a deep breath in. <laughs> so when we're laughing like that for an extended period of time, it, it, it just activates all those things in the brain that are so good, those, those happy hormones that hormone cocktail. Speaking of cocktail, I think it's time for a joy cocktail, don't you think? So let's stop, step up to our cocktail bar here. And in front of you, you have all the fixings, okay? We're going to do a healthy cocktail. So show me your mixing cups, two mixing cups here. And we're going to put whatever we want into our mixing cup with a laugh, okay? The key thing is you add it with a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> I wonder what you have in your cup. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <And> <laughs> <laughs> oh, Good. All right. Do we have our ingredients? All right. Could put the lid on. We're going to shake it with a laugh. <laughs> 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 okay, now reach up and get your favorite glass. 
And we're going to give ourselves a generous pour from our shaker cup, okay? And hold up your glass and let's try to make eye contact here, acknowledge each other being here and Christine for putting on this wonderful event. And we're going to toast to each other's health, happiness, success in all of our projects. And here's to more laughter in our life. And we're going to drink it with a laugh. Ah. ah. <laughs> Salute, everybody. <laughs> Was that good? Mm. Yes. <laughs> so there's a little bit left. So we're going to do second pour. Okay. Okay. Like with it, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Clap. Ah. Ah. <laughs> very good. Very good. Yay. Very good. Very good. Yay, excellent. All right, have a sip of water if you need it. Now, sometimes my mind is so blocked up, I don't know what I'm gonna do next. I was right in the middle of working on a project and I just feel blocked. So what I do is I reach into my pocket and I get some mental floss out, similar to dental floss, show me yours. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to stick one end in your right ear and pull it through. And we're going to dislodge all that stuff that holds us back with a little bit of laughter because it really tickles. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Whoa. And sometimes it gets stuck and you got to work it out. <laughs> and sometimes it's super easy. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> So you're going to pull it out gently on one side, pull it out, and let's look at all that gunk that's on the end of our strings. Ooh, let's compare. Oh, <laughs> ooh, yucko. <laughs> let's give it a good sniff. Oh, <laughs> yuck. <laughs> Let's touch it. What does it feel like? Yuck, it's sticky. Oh, gooey. <laughs> Wipe it off. <laughs> All right. It's <sighs> a lot of stuff on our strings, isn't there? <laughs> well, I'll share what I have on mine. I have a little bit of frustration. Oh, no. So let's do a little bit of frustration laughter. Oh, 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 come on. Oh, my goodness, come on. <laughs> oh no, okay. So whatever we have on our strings, I think we will, it's, we best get rid of it. So let's count to three and throw it over our shoulders with a laugh. One, One two, three. Ah. <laughs> very good, very good. You have great smiles. <laughs> okay. Now, you know, Thich Nhat Hanh has this saying, had this saying, he, he said, no mud, no lotus, right? So we're going to do some lotus flower laughter. But to get up to the light, we have to come through the muck. So we're going to come, bow come down. And as you come up, you're feeling the elements, the sun and the wind. The light, and as you come up, 
you're going to become the most beautiful lotus flower, laughing lotus, okay? So bend down, take a deep breath in and come up <laughs> like a laughing lotus. <laughs> oh, you are so beautiful. <laughs> and we go back down, deep breath in as you come up. <laughs> and one more time. <laughs> and here comes a dragonfly and it lands right on your nose and it tickles. <laughs> <laughs> very good very good very good very good very good very very good. good. Very good. Yay. Yay. okay let's do a little bit of music let me see if i can get it to play one second Days are new day, but there is no sunshine. Nothing but clouds, and it's dark in my heart, and it feels like a cold night. Today's a new day, but where are my blue skies? Where is the love and the joy that you promised me? Tell me it's alright. I'll be honest with you. I almost gave up. this one take a deep breath in
gigantic heart. Imagine there's a heart in front of you and you're breathing into the top indentation of the heart and you're going to open up that heart big and wide and exhale down into the point of the heart. Inhale into the part, into the point, bring it back up and close it gently at the top. Deep inhale into the point, bring it back up. One last time, deep breath in and close it at the bottom. Wonderful. Okay, we're happy clams under the sea and we have our clam shells. And when we see other happy clams, we open up with laughter. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Beautiful clams. Okay, how about a puffer fish? <laughs> Happy puffer fish. <laughs> Very good, very good, yay! Very good, very good, yay! 
All right, how about do a little bit of villainous laughter? So we're going to do a little mustache twirling in like Salvador Dali, how he has this wonderful little mustache that twirls upward. So like this. And really long. A little one. Very good, very good, yay. Very good, very good, yay. Okay, this next one I call happy dream laughter. So as we snore in, we're dreaming such happy dreams that we just have to laugh it out. So it goes like this. noticed yet in laughter yoga we take ourselves very lightly that's the whole thing about laughter yoga we try to find a way to be more playful a little bit uh, to let a little more light and joy into our lives and in the process we find that we become more open-minded more open to experimentation it's great for out-of-the-box thinking and so it fosters creativity because we're fostering more the right side of our brain rather than our analytical left side that is so critical all the time. So we find that balance within ourselves. And that's the beautiful thing that allows us to work with this in so many ways. I wish I had discovered this a lot sooner because I went through a lot of hardship in life where I could have used this to de-stress and to center myself before flying off the handle and maybe regretting something that I might say or do later on. So this next exercise is called zipper laughter because I sometimes I catch myself, I'm on the verge of saying, being critical to my family members and friends about something or to a stranger even. And instead of some, saying, letting something not so nice slip out because I'm just impulsive sometimes, <laughs> I say to myself, no, stop it. <laughs> Take a deep breath in and zip it and just zip it and just practice a little zipper laughter. So I zip it. And then when I'm ready to say something nice and kind, I unzip it <laughs> and let it out with laughter. <laughs> so let's practice a little bit of zipper laughter. Yep. <laughs> I do half zipper laughter. Zip it up. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> very good very good yay very good very good yay. all right so let's get to uh, another exercise where we're on a big swing like one of those big rope swings where you're holding onto the ropes and you're sitting on this big board and we're, as we inhale we're going to move backwards and we swing forward with laughter <laughs> very good, very good, yay, very good, very good, yay. Now this is a little experimental. It's called silent laughter. So imagine you are in a place you want to laugh, but you don't want to disturb people around you. Let's say you're at the library. So we'll call this library laughter and you're reading the most ridiculous, the funniest text <laughs> and you want to share, but you can't make any noise. So you take a deep breath in and Did you feel that? Good. If you accessed the power of your diaphragm, even if you're not making a lot of noise, not making any sounds while you're laughing, you are getting a benefit because you're working all those internal organs are get, feeling the laughter. You're burning calories, even though, <laughs> though it's not sounded laughter silent laughter, but it's a great way just to get a little bit of a boost of energy if you're needing it. Now, another great way is to drive in your car and you can make as much noise as you want laughing <laughs> and it'd be as experimental as you want without disturbing anyone because no one really looks at you because they think you're on the phone anyhow, right? So let's get behind our vehicle, the wheel of our favorite vehicle and we're driving along and we are going to go over three speed bumps whoa <laughs> whoa <laughs> here comes another one watch out whoa <laughs> and now three potholes whoa <laughs> whoa <laughs> uh oh a squirrel watch out put on your brakes oh oh Thank goodness. Okay. He's safe. Okay. <laughs> Driving along. Okay. We're getting on the highway now and we're merging in to the fast traffic and we're in the middle lane and we're just minding our own business and we're driving along and out of nowhere, whoosh, someone cuts us off. <gasps> Incredulous laughter, surprise laughter, shocked laughter. <laughs> Are you going to get your blood pressure up? and say something that you might regret? No, 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 right? 
<laughs> no, 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 because you have your laughter skills now. You know, you are a superhero. <laughs> you have the power of the diaphragm. You're going to take a deep breath in and just let it go. <laughs> just let it go. <laughs> You're taking control of the situation, even though you may have felt out of control with that driver. You are not going to let him or her ruin your day. You are not going to get your blood pressure up because you are going to be proactive for your health. And so you continue to drive along and you're wishing that person safe passage because you don't know what that person is going through. So you just wish that they get safely home and everyone else is safe and you be safe <laughs> as you drive along. Okay, and now you're back on this on the back roads again. And there's four red lights in a row and you're running late. So you're waiting at that red light and you're tapping your watch and you're just gonna let it go. <laughs> Practice some de-stressing laughter. <laughs> Maybe you're gonna turn your radio on and whatever's playing, you just laugh along to that song. This sucks laughter. Come on, red light. Come on, change. And it's green. Yay. And you're driving along. Gratitude for that green light. And now you're pulling in to the parking lot of the supermarket and you're just ready to park and out of nowhere, whoosh, someone comes and takes your spot. Can you believe that? Oh, oh wow, this just isn't my day, whoa. <laughs> Are you going to let it ruin your day? No, <laughs> because you have what? Yes, you have your laughter skills. <laughs> so you're just gonna let it go. Go ahead, take my spot. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I'll find another one. So you park in the other spot, okay? You are not going to let it ruin your day. So you're shopping, you're in the supermarket, pushing your cart along, putting your stuff in the cart, looking at the prices. Whoa, sticker shock. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's how much? Whoa. <laughs> well, maybe I'll wait till next week. <laughs> All right, you're ready to check out and you got into the fast lane. But what happened now? Uh-oh, turned out to be the slowest lane there. <gasps> Can you believe it? You're always picking the wrong lane. Oh, why does it always happen to me? <laughs> no, instead of playing these mind games with yourself and getting upset, get out of your head, into your body by just moving imperceptibly, putting your hands on your hips and going da 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 This will get you moving and breathing and it will help you process that stress differently and you'll suddenly become a little bit more lighthearted and forgiving. Okay, that person's having a hard time at the register, she's new. Okay, well, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> I'll just da 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 You can do it in your car in a traffic jam. Da 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 
Dun, dun, at the post office, at the bank. <laughs> Whenever you're feeling like, oh, at the doctor's office, oh my goodness. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so laughter yoga will not solve your problems, but what it can help you do is figure out a really beneficial way to process the stress in your life. So it won't make your problems go away. It won't stop life from happening to you because that's what it is. Roller coaster, right? Up and down. So during those down moments, we need to keep our grace. We need to keep our presence of mind. And the best way to do it is to let go with a little bit of laughter. And it may seem strange to do this in the, in the beginning if you've never done it before, but I can tell you after doing it for so many years now, every day, it's been so beneficial. And so please try it when you're in that crisis mode, instead of feeling overwhelmed and like you don't have an, a, a choice, you do have a choice, you do have a distinct choice. So this is another exercise I do. It's called frazzled to dazzled. So the first thing I want you to do is imagine how you feel when you're feeling overwhelmed and frazzled, you're being pulled in many different directions. We women are often multitasking and others also. So we have so many things happening all the time when we're taking care of so many different areas, friends, family, um, you know, community, work, everything just kind of piles up. So from frazzled, so you're gonna go like this. <sighs> frazzle <laughs> then I'll say stop you stop with your hands up take a deep breath in push that reset button and just let it go let it go with laughter <laughs> are you ready to try it okay so let's do it deep breath in stop deep breath in push that button and <laughs> all right let's do it one more time deep breath in Very good, very good, yay. Very good, very good, yay. And now I invite you to take a comfortable seated position if you're not already seated. And let's take, let's take some deep breaths in through our nose. You might wanna take a sip of water before we start. Okay, find a comfortable seated position with your feet on the floor in front of you. And close your eyes gently or keep a soft gaze in front of you. Your head is aligned above your spine, so you're sitting like a queen or a king. And your hands are relaxed, palms facing up on your thighs. Take some deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. Allow your heart rate to settle down. And by focusing on your breath, 
you're staying in the here and now in the present moment, savoring this time for yourself. Gentle breath in and out. And continue to breathe in a way that is comfortable for you and allow yourself to be transported outside into a beautiful lush garden where you find yourself seated on the perfect garden bench. It's a beautiful day out. The temperature is warm. You can feel the sun on you and you can feel the breeze cooling you to the perfect temperature. Gentle breath in and out. And as you're sitting here and your feet are bare and touching the grass, you can feel Earth's energy rising through the soles of your feet and up past your ankle, ankles and calves, flowing upwards towards your seat, strong seat, breathing into the bottom of your spine, strong and solid, and feeling that energy continue to rise up your lower back area, mid-back, upper back along the back of your neck, back of your head, all the way up to your crown, which is glowing brightly, radiantly from all of the laughter energy that you've created. And you're sending out this light and energy and positivity out into the universe, connecting with other energies out there. Gentle breath in, and out and feeling that warmth from your crown flowing downward across your eyebrows, softening them, the backs of your eyes that are gently closed, softening the bridge of your nose and your cheekbones, and allowing that warmth and relaxation to flow downward across your cheekbones all the way down to your chin. Gentle breath in and out. Feeling a soft, open throat. Softening collarbones and feel the relaxation flowing down across the tops of your shoulders, along your upper arms, all the way down to your elbows on both sides. From your elbows, along your lower arms, all the way down to your wrists and the backs of your hands, to the palms of your hands and feeling that energy pooling in the palms of your hands, allow it to flow outward all the way down through your fingertips. Gentle breath in and out. Focusing on your heart center, feeling the love inside of you as if it were a lotus flower unfurling its petals, opening up and feeling the love, the generosity, the compassion flowing out of you. Gentle breath in and out and allowing that warmth to spread throughout the front of your chest flowing downward across your midriff area, 
softening your diaphragm area with the breath, allowing it to flow down to your belly center, causing a ripple effect out, softening your whole belly all the way out to your hips on both sides and feeling that warmth wrapping around your lower back area, flowing downward to your seat. Gentle breath in and out. And from your hip joints, feel the relaxation flowing down across the tops of your thighs, all the way down to your knees, softening those kneecaps, melting away any remaining tension, flowing downward, towards your shins, to the backs of your calves, all the way down to your ankles and heels, to the soles of your feet, all the way down to your toes. Gentle breath in and out. And as you're sitting here, savoring this time for yourself, this moment in your beautiful garden, surrounded by your blooms, Gradually reawaken your body by moving your toes and your fingertips, opening up your ears, listening to the sounds around you of the birds, singing a beautiful song, an orchestra for you. Feeling the wind in your hair and the sun on your skin. And with your next deep breath in, Stretch your fingertips to the skies. If you could touch the clouds, allow yourself a gentle stretch from side to side. Bring your arms around you and give yourself a nice big hug and a kiss. <laughs> Bring your hands to your heart center and bow to yourself in gratitude for having tried something new or something familiar, this laughter yoga. And now is the time to revisit the number that you selected for yourself at the beginning of the session and see if your number has increased. And with your next deep breath in, open your eyes and acknowledge everyone else around you who came to laugh with you today. Thank them for being here. And let's finish with some positive affirmations. And please unmute yourselves. We laughed a lot tonight, yay! Yay! <laughs> hey. Got some stress. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Did your numbers go up? Yes, definitely. Good. Yes. Good. I'm so glad to hear that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank no, it was lovely. It was lovely. Thank you for being here. I appreciate that. Thank you so oh. much. Are there any questions about laughter yoga? No, I just think it helps to keep us in the here and now. Yes, it, it really does. does. Absolutely. Yeah. Gets us out of our heads a little bit for sure. When you're laughing, yeah. you're in the present moment. You cannot laugh yeah. in the past or in the future. You have to be here to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so the most powerful connections that we can create for ourselves and with others. Um, I have um, a mother who has dementia and a father who has dementia. And when we're laughing, I savor it because we are truly in the present moment. And that is something that sticks with me afterwards. Just it's a gift that they give me this laughter of being able to end a phone call with laughter. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's priceless, you know, especially when I can't see them. 
So I thank you, Christine, for welcoming me here, for inviting me and for giving me the opportunity to share with your group. And I wish everyone all the best. Thank you so much, Alexa. It was wonderful having you here. And I will be getting in touch with you again for further uh, Zoom meetings. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. It was wonderful. Namaste. Okay, everybody. How's everybody doing? We all good? All good. Thank you. Good. I'm glad to hear it. So uh, let's just go into a uh, affirmation here, and then we're going to close out this Zoom meeting. And I just need everyone to repeat after me. You can just remain mute. It's fine. Whoever, as long as you're, you know, you're speaking these words out, that's fine. So let's begin. I am transformed. I see the beauty of change. Everything that I have been through transformed me into who I am today. I am so much braver. I am so much more caring. I am so much more emotionally intelligent. I am so much more open. I will continue changing and improving. I am transformed. Okay, everyone. So I want all of you to keep in mind that you are very powerful women and you have power over your lives. Your lives are basically a canvas and you can put anything you want on your canvas and you also have the power to get rid of anything on your canvas that shouldn't be there. I want to wish you all so much the very best of luck and health, happiness for all of you and your families. And I do look forward to serving all of you again. Thank you so much. Any questions or anything? Oops, let me open this up again. You're welcome, Michelle. Thank you for being here. <clears throat> Thank you. Okay, I think we're all good.